everybody. Welcome to the show that wants to remind everyone who listens that the true meaning of Christmas is a nice warm bowl of bush baked beans and your favorite pair of underwear. This is Logan versus Kenny. I'm Campfire Kenny. Logan actually had a personal emergency and had to be rushed to the hospital. All I can make out over the phone is that something about suppositories and preparation H in his eye. So I have a, a wonderful guest this afternoon, this evening, or whatever time it is right now. Her name is Ann Walls. She's uh, with uh, Squatch Dogs. It's her, I guess, claim to fame. Uh, she's also uh, the owner of Cryptid Chick. She's uh, Her podcast is Mysterious Woods. Welcome, Ann. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So uh, how's your holidays been so far? Um, pretty uneventful. Because I don't have kids. I don't have kids I have to worry about buying 1,200 damn gifts and That's a good thing. going into debt. So no Black Friday for you. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I'm sorry. Can I cast right, on this yes, show? No, well, this is our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want oh, to do. Oh, most definitely. Yes, you can. This is What else has been going on with your with what you're doing? Uh, rated, oh, rated R. Well, <laughs> the only other thing. I know when you say Squatch Dogs is my claim to fame. I don't think that. There's anything famous about it. <laughs> hey, man, Campfire Kenny came out of Squash Dog. So. That's true. And we have Big Dog and you. And That's true. Mysterious Woods. And well, yeah, we the, are kind of famous in our own little bubble. Well, the cryptid chick thing is going through a transition right now. I've decided to only concentrate on Bigfoot. You know, I have five cryptids that I'm working on, and I've decided I need to focus more on quality rather than quantity. And I'm just not happy with some of the products that are being pushed out. Yeah, a lot of work there. A lot of work on my end. I know, that's right. But then when your supplier sends a Mothman beanie out where his body's <laughs> fucking cut in half, excuse me. Yeah, and yeah. Big Dog's still wearing that shit out in public. And I'm like, God, stop wearing that hat. It's embarrassing. Say player. <laughs> Say player. Stop wearing that hat. So I come mess you up, dog. Right. <laughs> so so Ann's going to be uh, joining us tonight, you know, for our uh, show. Get into the other intro. He is currently running for King of the Cryptids. He has been featured in Bigfoot Times newsletters on multiple occasions. He once had a presentation so instrumentally, so impressive at the Texas Bigfoot Conference that he was banned for presenting ever again out of the courtesy for the other speaker's livelihood. He has graced many other podcasts, such as Big Dog's Random Show, The Cryptic Connection Podcast, Mysterious Woods, The JRG Podcast, and many more, with his sweet yet sensual voice. He is an advocate for the advancement of women in cryptid research and the driving force behind anti-hoaxing movement. He has allowed select videographers the right to capture his image on film that was then bestowed upon the masses. He taught Nessie how to properly do the butterfly stroke in Loch Ness, and he once beat Bigfoot at a game of hide-and-seek. Only his one and only visit to Mexico City, he taught La Chupacabra the meaning of love. While he was only 10 years old, he singly-handedly managed to bring together a lost group of pygmy albinos with a McRib sandwich. And he has a membership to the last blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon. This without further ado, Logan 
Croft. Hello, Kenny. Hello, Ann. How are y'all doing? Hello. Hey, man, we're just doing it, homie. It's great uh, to see that you're that you're back. I guess I guess back. Well, I I have been out campaigning for a while. My last stop was in uh, Oklahoma, where we were attacked by nature. Truth. Uh, Two armadillos, I believe. No, he's uh, talking about when, oh. they, when the the they lost their tents and the the wind. Oh, blew. that's right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, there was a uh, windstorm, the likes of which I'm pretty sure no Oklahoman has ever seen before, come through and destroy. My very, very glorious glamping session that I was having a lot of fun at. Uh, I was actually in the process of making another campaign video whenever God decided to smite us. But that's okay. <laughs> we, we, the, the video is still made. I currently have my top, my top uh, editors putting it together right now. Sweet. Nice job, dude. Glad to know you survived. Yeah, so how was it? So... The suppositories, are you okay? I mean... Oh, you're talking about Logan Craft. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Croft. Uh, Kenny, Wrong let me person. tell you how many times... I'm sorry, my bad. We can go back. There is an obvious difference between Logan Craft and Logan Croft. And I want you to know right now, Kenny, I am the much better looking version of the two of us. I don't know who decided... To give that man my name and pronounce it so absolutely atrociously. I, I honestly, I should get my father to sue them. He's a very big lawyer in New York. Well, I thought we were talking to Logan, Logan Croft Tomb Raider. No, that, that that's offensive. I want <laughs> you to know that's offensive. <laughs> I am really questioning why my booking agent has put me on this show now. Well, because it's utter nonsense and pure fun. <laughs> and first of all, sir, that uh, you, you should be privileged to be on this show. Yeah, this is Campfire Kenny you're talking to. Yeah, you don't understand what I do and where I've been. Listen, Campfire Kenneth, <laughs> I come from a long line of politicians. Tomb Raiders. Mr. Croft. I do. I have a buddy of mine. He was a he was a estimator at uh, a body shop, and his last name was Croft. So he wasn't Logan, though. He could have been. How dare you insinuate that Mr. Logan Croft is related to a mere body shop guy? Oh no, I should have never or, thought of that. Exactly. I apologize, Mr. Croft. Do you understand? I am here because I was asked by the inferior version of myself, Logan Croft. To come on this show because he said y'all needed an actual politician to come on so y'all could get internet famous. Oh yeah, we definitely that that's pretty much true. Go ahead. I mean you're right, sir. Yes, sir. And the and the the check is in the mail. Thank you. I'm hoping that there are questions lined up for me to answer about my campaign. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what's your platform platform? Platform, you imbecile. We must be campaigning in Alabama right now. I don't <laughs> I can't, I can't make it. I'm like, I'm never making it through this whole thing. <laughs> What's your platform, Mr. Croft? My platform is I am running for the Squonk Party. And the reason that I have chosen the Squonk Party over the Chupacabra Party is rather simple. We've basically learned, no matter what you do, 
absolutely nothing can get done unless you absolutely cry, bitch, and complain until they finally let you do what you need to do. And that is exactly what the squonk represents. We will cry and we will bitch and we will complain until all of our needs are met. No, we're squonkers. So what's your stance on tax reform? That's American politics. We are, uh, I'm running for an office in cryptid politics. I don't really, uh, I don't really control anything to do with taxes. However, if I was going to give you an honest answer, I say that we should just get rid of money entirely as a society. We should only trade valuable items such as pet eggs and slap chops. Also, uh, pool noodles. Pool noodles will be the equivalent to the gold standard in my uh, my society. And would you like to ask? I would like to ask you a question, Mr. Croft. Yes, ma'am. How do you feel about hoaxing in the Bigfoot community? I think if I had to use one word to sum it up, it would be what in the fuck is anybody hoaxing for in the first place? Because I want you to know that in this community. Our goal is to uphold the highest standards possible for each and every member. We want to look to the outside world, specifically the scientific world, as respectable, honorable, straightforward people who are not out here making tracks in the middle of a playground saying, Look, Bigfoot has been here. We're not over here trying to make tracks in the LBL. We're not doing anything like that. We are trying to uphold the standards within the community, which is why I am trying to enforce, if I am elected, an anti-hoaxing policy. Obviously, as important as I am as king of the cryptids, obviously I am going to be stretched out. Therefore, I am going to have to make a party solely dedicated to the anti-hoaxing movement. I will have to later on appoint somebody as the head of that movement. As of right now, I have a few candidates, but nobody has been chosen and set in stone yet. However, I do believe that if you are found to be hoaxing and you are, through trial and error system, proven to have been knowingly contributing to these acts, my Minister of Defense, Big Dog Mendoza, is going to take whatever your genitalia is, and hit it a lot with a mace. We don't play around. Basically, Big Dog is on your team, so he's your secretary of defense, basically. Well, he's the secretary. He's the, he's the, yeah, he's going to blow your ass up. Well, with the term king, uh, we don't really have secretaries. Secretaries are somebody who sits at a desk and looks pretty and, you know. Next question. Yes, please. Thank you, Annie, for... I should be your campaign manager. Next question, please. No, I'm looking at you. Next, oh, question. next question. I would very oh. much like the next question. I'm I'm ho- I'm coaching him over here. Oh, no. I thank you. thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm not very good at asking questions about cryptids because I don't know too much. So. Okay. <clears throat> so do you do, really, do you believe in the Mothman? Oh, I'm actually friends with the Mothman. We play pool on Fridays at uh, Monica Lewinsky's bar. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Uh, it's really, it really is hard. Sometimes he'll get a little too, uh, I think the appropriate way to say it is he'll get too hammered 
And then uh, he'll go out in the highway and chase headlights. And we've had to go to the hospital a few times. But other than that, he's a really good guy. I really like his family. He has a, a nice... Uh, his his kids are nice. Now, I'm not going to say anything about his wife. She left him after, you know, the incident. But, you know, the Mothman himself, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry the Mothman. He's, he's just a cool, cool guy. That's awesome. So do you plan on coming up with a... Um a plan to get people to take better pictures and videos. Will there be any standards concerning cryptids when it comes to that? Yes and no. It's a it's a trick question. It all depends on what kind of phone you use to take those pictures. It's a lesser known fact. The only way to capture a clear, non blurry picture of a Sasquatch is actually by using a Nokia smartphone. That's some I, good advice. I actually, uh, my friend Bob, Bob is a, a Sasquatch that lives up in Washington. He comes out every once in a while whenever I go up there to fish for trout. And actually, the only way that I was ever able to get any pictures with Bob is I had to go and purchase a Nokia smartphone. Uh, and by smartphone, I mean, a, it, it's a Nokia. You know, it's about as smart as you can get. I could hammer a nail into a wall with it. For some reason... That is the only phone capable of capturing a picture of Sasquatch. Will you give those out for free if elected? If elected, I can't give them out for free. That would absolutely cripple the economy. But what I can do, for the first three months of my kingship, I will give everyone in the community 15% off of a Nokia smartphone. So roughly, you're looking at spending $30. I think that's fair. That's fair. So are you using pygmies to actually uh, make these phones? I don't. I mean, that's pig- from USA Today. I'm just saying. Pygmies are not good with technology. They have never adapted to technology. And this leads me to a good story. A lot of my campaigning is done by the albino pygmies of Beliscoma. I had to go to the island of Beliscoma. To find these pygmies, no other civilization was ever able to make contact with these pygmies. I thought, what is something that, it doesn't matter what race, what species, what creature it is, what is something that can bring everyone together? And what is something that embodies the spirit of man? And it just came to me like that. The McRib. I purchased exactly one McRib. And I jumped on my private jet carrier, and I flew to the island of Beliscoma. And when I landed on that beach, my pilot was instantly killed by an arrow fired from a bow by one of these pygmies. I pleaded with the pygmies to wait. I had a better way. As they came closer to me, I held up the box in my hand. And it was at that moment that I could see all of their little noses smelling the air. When I opened that little cardboard box and revealed to them the glory that is the McRib. Do not, Kennifer, insult, interrupt, or do anything to belittle my story or the McRib. This is, by far, the most unprofessional interviewing environment that I have been in. Glad you noticed. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, everyone. It's Logan. 
and Campfire Kenny from the hit podcast Logan vs. Kenny, and we are here to bring you one minute of Babel from our sponsor, Babel. Me and Kenny have something that a lot of people really don't, you know. We have friendship. We're there for each other. We have each other's backs. And you can bet if he needs somebody to wash his back in the middle of the woods in a weird tub, I'm going to be there to wash his back, sponge and all. So, for our word today on a minute of Babel, friendship. In Spanish, amistad. Amistad means friendship. Can you say it, Kenny? Amistad. I hope this helps you further on down the line with any of your ethnic friends. And this has been a minute of Babel. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Okay, Mr. Croft. Apologize. Do yes. you have others running against you? And if so, what are the major differences between you and your opposing mates? Well, I only had one person that was running against me. And the problem is that person let voices enter her head. She dropped out. More, po- more power to her. In this, in this line of work, you have to be able to filter out everyone and look at yourself as the most important person in everyone's life. And I, without a doubt, embody the spirit of being the most important person in the world. So you're running unopposed. As of now, I am running unopposed. Well, then congratulations, you won. So so does that make you the winner? I mean, the winner? If you were my employee, I would fire you. (laughs) You know what I would do? I would never leave. I would always come back every day. Every day. I would would call my minister of defense, Big Dog Mendoza. That's okay. I would me. You know how to I know I can bring water burger. I've seen that dude. I can oh, bring. I can bring five doubles. That's true. I, I know what he needs, and I can Jalapenos, bring it. Jalapenos. Bacon, oh yeah, bacon. Oh yeah. And, and the fries he needs last. Oh yeah, yeah. So I can guarantee you, I can. You know, as a squatch yeah. dog. You know how we know that? Sure. There's a our, a friend of ours name. It's very similar to yours, Logan Craft. He has this thing called Three Minutes, and uh, your Minister of Defense was on that. And he told everybody about Whataburger and what he likes and how he likes it. So I think that's something that even Campfire Kenny here can use against you. Most definitely. So you, you have to recognize that you're going up against the big dog, too. I mean, even though and he's Teresa your Minister Mendoza. of Defense right now, and Teresa Mendoza. Watch where you tread, sir. I'm sorry. I apologize. Apologize again. Sorry. I, 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 it's okay. Um, at this point, I have just accepted the fact that this is not a interview anymore. This is a character assassination ploy to uh, ruin any chances I had at actually obtaining office. No, uh, we think that you'll win. I mean, especially since you are running unopposed. We're just saying that your minister of defense may not be as, I don't know, badass as one would think because he's given out secrets on a on a syndicated podcast. My minister of defense is by far one of the toughest, most scariest. That's not even proper English, but it does not matter because if the grammar Nazis come for me, my minister of defense will lay the smack down upon them like the rock wishes he could. Or if he doesn't, then he'll just send the Bigfoot police out there. Well, he can really be Mortimer anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's an easy out. Uh, he can easily be persuade, you know what I mean. So he has no opponent. All you have to do is just throw a bag so of Whataburger no, so in his he, face. And so 
He's your best friend. Dude. All I'll do is tell him that it's actually a vegan burger and he'll throw it away. Ooh, that's Ooh, gross. That would be bad too, yeah. He might turn on Soy you if you do that. You might, yeah, you might get eaten by the big dog. Right? I'm not the one, I'm not the one that threw the bag at him in the first place. I saved his life by keeping him from eating such shit. Yes. Shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> Was that In-N-Out Burger? Well, it sounds to me you are a cryptic king of the people and for the people. Yes. So I would like to give what's you your Ten Commandments? my endorsement as a Squatch Dog. Well, I, I thank you very much for that, Annifer. Now, if Kenny Wayne over here could uh, be so kind to continue with a question regarding my campaign... It would be much appreciated. I endorse you all the way home, boy. You know that. You know, I just, I, I, I drill you because of the, uh, you're going to get drilled by a lot of questions. The naysayers out there. The naysayers. And everybody's going to come at you. You know, you got to get your armor up. And I'm this, always that guy. I'm this here. was your test run. Yeah, that, you know, that's exactly right. So, you know, if you can't take it, then get out the game. I know you can take really, it. Really, you should say if you can't take the heat, then get out of the kitchen. Yeah, but whatever. That you would say that. It's much more effective that way. Yeah, you would say that, but I'm not in the kitchen <laughs> right now. I'm in the, in the office. So but anyway. yeah, this was your test run, your practice, to yeah. see how you can go up against a lot of people because, well, not that there's anything wrong with it, but there are a lot of rednecks in cryptozoology. I'm one of them. And so uh, we just wanted you to be prepared, sir. Yes, sir. And, For what and, will and we I back you a billion percent. I love you so much. So you have nothing to worry about. And I, I, I want to put a message out right now from Logan to Logan that I hope whatever kind of preparation H suppository ejaculate that was put in your eye, I hope it was, it, it has been cured. I hope it's been fixed. I hope you have a good good uh the rest of the year i i just i wish you the best even though you're a piece of shit but kenny kenneth kennifer kenawa one thing under my administration that i would like to propose is a policy that would ban portals are you familiar with portals yes sir i am now you may ask me mr croft why would you ban portals and and some of these other members of the community mostly in the chupacabra party are pro portal let me explain to you why we should be against portals portals are a real thing our alien friends use them even things such as sasquatch use portals that's how they get to where they're going so fast my friend bob in washington he wanted to take a vacation to florida and meet up with his friend marty the skunk ape so all he had to do was open a portal go down there he spent a little time there. They had a few mimosas. They got a mud bath, and then he went back. It was a glorious time. He sent me pictures on his Nokia smartphone. But I have a friend who went to McDonald's, sadly. This McDonald's was not serving McRibs. However, my friend, he ordered a simple order. Three Big Macs, two number threes, five hot and spicy McChickens, two large orders of fries, and a diet Mountain Dew. Well, my friend sat at the table and he ate all of his food as a good restaurant patron should do. But my friend likes to have a little treat after his lunch. Normally, he carries with him a Milky Way Simply Caramel bar that he keeps in his pocket. He's he's actually a diabetic and he needs that sugar or else he might go under. His children decided that they were going to play a prank on him and they switched out his Milky Way Caramel Simply Caramel bar with an X-Lax chocolate bar. 
Anyway, the closest restroom and the only one he had available to him was the bathroom located at the McDonald's on 42nd Street and South Avenue of Austin, Texas. He went into that bathroom and he got into that stall and he never knew that the second he dropped his pants that his life would change forever. He sat down on that toilet and he started to do his his duty, if you will. And the problem was he heard a noise from under him inside the bowl of the toilet. The next thing he knew, there was a hairy claw that emerged from the bowl and squeezed his butt and he jumped forth he opened the stall he turned around and looked and out from the toilet all he could see was one hairy sasquatchian arm with one eye peeping through the bowl he ran through that mcdonald's pants around his ankles and out into the road no one believed my friend because by the time they checked the bathroom stall the portal had closed and the sasquatch had indeed left. This is my friend, um, uh, 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 we'll get to that later. But my friend decided that he would never be able to use a toilet ever again for the rest of his life. And now he has to carry around a Ziploc bag everywhere he goes. The problem with portals is that we cannot control where they pop up. We cannot control, we cannot control what goes through those portals therefore if we put a ban on portals if we make mcdonald's a portal free zone i will never have to deal with i mean my friend will never have to deal with that ever again since you're banning things you think possibly that we could ban red circles and red arrows here's here's my viewpoint on red circles and red arrows and that is a great question annals i believe that red circles and red arrows bring out the highlight in the trees and the bushes. I have never seen a more beautiful collection of leaves than I have in a red circle. It's beautiful. That's true. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, I can't. Or stumps. Yeah, stumps. Yeah. It really brings out the highlights in those inanimate objects. Yes, it does. Therefore, I believe that red circles and red arrows should only be used for nature photography. They should not be used for the possible identification of Sasquatch. Because we all know Sasquatch do not look good with red. They look better with yellow. That's true. Right on. That is true. So please, remember yellow circle, not red circle. Thank you. I was hoping to get rid of the circles altogether. Preach on. Preach on. No, we need circles. Circles are good. Highlighting. There was a movie. It was a 2001 hit classic, The Lion King. And it made... A very, very good point. The circle of life. That was it. That was the entire point. Oh. oh. <laughs> I got you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate, <clears throat> that. Appreciate that. It's been a pleasure, uh, you know, hanging with you. And Excuse what? me. So, I, 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 I apologize. Uh, when is Logan Crap coming on? I don't... He's not in. He's at the hospital. He's got suppositories, man. Can we uh, <clears throat> mic into the room? Uh, no, we can't. I might have to give him the call. You know, Please. Something to say about that. Please, please do not call that that asshole. Last time I was in a room with that man, he he did <laughs> unspeakable things. But I but I understand why why don't you like him? He's such a wonderful man. Because everybody gets us confused, and I do not like that. Like I said at the beginning, I'm obviously the more handsome, knowledgeable, 
and just all around better Logan. And the problem is, our mm. names are spelled exactly the same, yet mine is pronounced correctly. Yeah, okay, I got you. I got, I mean, I understand. See, I guess. So, you're just you. I am Logan Croft. I do not know why that is such a issue. Hey, I'm sorry. This is Logan versus Kenny, and this is my show, and I apologize to you once again if I'm being a douchebag. Yeah, because y'all normally talk about, like, current events and things like that, so it's rather... Well, we're doing a a political... (laughs) We have political agenda right now you know because they are going for the king of the cryptids you know he feels that he has nobody that he's going against but yet well there's logan craft logan craft is not running for king of the cryptids no one is oh no one is logan croft is running congratulations you won well you know the a looked like a o i'm sorry the o looked like an a so i apologize it's okay I can I can see the confusion even though it's not an O. It is an A. It's just pronounced properly. It is the old English pronunciation of Croft. Like scone and so scone. Scone. That is actually <laughs> offensive to my uh, my ancestors and I would appreciate it if you refrain from making fun of my culture. Well, I am 87% British. I'm more British than the British. Oh, I was talking about Nigerians. I am 82. Oh, I apologize. Yes. I don't know anything about Nigeria, other than they like to scam people in emails. Yes, and they send some other weird things on your phone. Hey, man, you got to wow me on this deal. I mean, why would you, why, why should you be the king of the cryptids? Why should you be the king of the cryptids? Well, listen here, Kenwood. It's a very simple premise. First and foremost, I want to strive to bring the rampant issue of gender-based discrimination to an end. The treatment of women inside this community has always been one of past. Anather, I would appreciate it if you stay quiet while I am talking. I was merely agreeing. Yes, Thank you, thank you. I'll start again. First and foremost, I want to strive to bring the rampant issue of gender-based discrimination to an end. The treatment of women inside this community has always been one of past outdated values. Things such as mansplaining and acting as if women are not equal academically or in the field is nothing but untrue. In fact, many of our fellow lady researchers are more capable than many men in this community. Next, we must create an environment that is welcoming and conditional to new members who seek to pursue the researcher's lifestyle. We must put an end to the belittlement of a greenhorn in this chosen path, while instead choosing to help educate, lift up, and encourage their advancement. It is not only the right thing to do, but it is how we as a community must be to continue. Well, I'm curious as to how that's going to happen because you have so many varying beliefs. Like, I don't know, uh, Bigfoot's having sex with horses. Some people believe that. Timber structures. A lot of people believe that. How do you educate everyone on the realities of Bigfoot? We bring the most trustworthy specialists in. Your normal school system consists of a pre-K to a 12th grade 
level system. In the cryptic community, our school consists of four grades. The first grade is all about the ABCs, because if your children cannot spell, they cannot accurately write, read, or put down any information they have correctly. Grade number two, we're going to teach them how to do taxes because that's something that regular school systems should do with their children, and they do not. Now, grade number three is what I believe to be one of the most important. We train all of the children in field tracking and sign, because to become an actual tracker, to be somebody who can accurately figure out what creatures are in that area, one must be adequate at the very least in field tracking and sign. Grade four is basically we get you shit-faced drunk and throw you out in the world and hope that you make it five days before you have an emotional breakdown. I love that. Good. Hey, man, you're, you're our nominee and you're, we're, we're going to take it to the house, Mr. Croft. And going back to what was said earlier about hoaxing, there will be a zero-tolerance policy in place for hoaxing, plagiarizing, Stealing of material and evidence and supporting said hoaxers in their ways. We should all be researchers first and friends second. If we are all here for the true goal of cementing certain cryptozoological animals as fact, then we need to filter out the members who are in it for purely fame and recognition. Reach on. Kennethanen. I understand where you and most of the other community members have come from. You've all climbed from the very bottom, only to be stopped at the cusp of your ultimate potential, cut short by someone who has claimed to be the top of the food chain, the be-all, end-all of all that is cryptid. You've had to keep your mouth shut in fear of being casted out or shunned by the mindless sheep that follow the leader, not knowing that the leader only brings you as far as he or she wants, but still keeps you under his or her thumb. It is time, Kenny and Annal, that we realize that all members of the community are one, that we are all equal, and if we come together, a future, a bright, bright future is upon the horizon. And I want everyone listening to remember, a vote for Logan Croft is in turn a vote for yourself. Look into your heart and see, we deserve better. And you know it. Now, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, uh, Kennel and Anne, but it has been approximately one hour and I do not get paid any more past that. So... I have to go ahead and bid you adieu, for it is time for me to get back onto my private charter plane that uses fossil fuel, because the Squonk Party believes in fossil fuels, and go back to my very humble mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Peace, baby. You gotta do what you gotta do. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Croft. The, and, the uh, pleasure, the pleasure is, uh, was anyway, mostly yours. Me, I'm yes. trying to end my show. Excuse oh, me, wow. sir. I apologize, but uh, you already said your piece. So <gasps> thanks for joining so Kenny, good. Logan versus Kenny. And uh, this is how we do it. I'm Campfire Kenny. And uh, Mr. Croft, once again, thank you so much. I apologize for being a douchebag a second ago, but 
You can go ahead and get, you got probably about three seconds, and then we're cutting it off. So go ahead and say what you got to say. Well, the pleasure is all yours, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it's, it's in my pants, that's for a damn sure. <laughs> we'll see you next time, Mr. Croft. Muted you. I know, he muted me. So, <clears throat> this is the end of the show. I'd like to talk to Logan Craft. So, Kenny versus Logan had a special guest on tonight. Wait, and another uh, special guest on. Wait a minute. You brought me on this show under false pretenses. I didn't have that I thought that Logan Kraft was going to be on here. Well, I apologize, Dan. Well, that's uh, the only Logan, reason I came I'm on sorry the show. That he got a, I'm sorry that he got suppositories and preparation H in the eye. I can't do nothing about that. I feel like I'm going to have to leave now because I, I guess feel... Gotta, I guess you feel very... I feel like you just played me. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, that's the way I I just feel that you should embrace it. <gasps> it's Logan. Okay, no, hello. Logan Craft. What? Hello? Well, hi. Hey, so I'm in the hospital. Did the show go all right? Um. Mm, not really. It was what, rocky. What, what, the, what the hell did y'all... That was like our biggest guest we've had. He's very snooty. I, no, I didn't really like him that much at all. Well, no nah, shit. He's a politician. What the hell do you think? He, you were supposed to be nice. We were trying oh, to be nice, Logan. I mean, I try to do the best I can. But you know me already. I'm Campfire Kenny. I'll burn your ass. Well, in all fairness, Logan Craft, I was brought on this show thinking that I was going to be talking to you. And then this Logan Crop guy who's running for King of the Cryptids was on. And I was kind of thrown off because I didn't have any questions prepared. But we made it through. and. Our best, sure. But he's he's um he an does arrogant. not like to be interrupted. No, he's an arrogant all. bitch. Oh, yeah. well, I I could have told you that he's part Nigerian. Oh, I think he's more German, maybe or something no. else or whatever, because he didn't sound Nigerian. He said part. Oh, part. Or we can be part of a lot of things. I'm 87% British once again. Well, you gotta remember, he's squonk party, you know? He, he's, he, you gotta expect things like that to come out of his mouth. Well, I mean, this is ultimately your show and you're the one that has to edit it, so we'd like to apologize in advance for the things that you will hear. Yes, and the things I said, I'm, I apologize. I hope I'm not kicked off the show for sure. Kenny, I love you, buddy. Kenny, what could you have said? To get kicked off of this show. Nothing. I just wanted to punch him in his, you know, your hoo ha. Hoo ha! Well, there was one time, like, I asked him a question. Uh, I didn't even know. He started rambling. And then he was talking about females in the uh, cryptic community and doing research and how he was going to be behind them. And I said, Yes! And then he said, I'm not finished talking to you. And then he called me So. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the
and somehow it goes between your legs and hits you right in the nose. But when it hits you in the nose, all that keeps going up. Well, anyway, it's in my eye, it's in the flame. You're making it out to seem like it was absolutely horrible. No, it wasn't bad. I mean, he had some really great points about a lot of things, especially hoaxing, you know, about being accountable, you know, for your work and everything and, you know, being professional. So, you know, he did do, he, he had a lot of great points and uh, something about being liberated in the big food community, which I'm all for because if they get eaten, I'm okay because I'm going to be at the campsite anyway, no matter did- did he tell? Did he tell any stories about a uh, portal in McDonald's? Yes, he did tell the story about the portal in McDonald's. Did he? Did he say it was his friend again? Yes, Bob. Yes. Oh no, we don't know. I don't know the name. Maybe it was Larry or something. But Bob was the other dude. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now that that was him in that story. It was not his friend. Oh, it was him. Yeah, that's why he's so adamant about this anti-portal policy. I got you. Got you. Got you. It's really weird. I have to he, when we when we go to these social events and whatnot, I'll see him carrying around a Ziploc bag. And for the longest time, I thought he just was carrying around like melted Snicker bars or something with him wherever he went, you know. And then I finally realized what it actually was. And yeah, I don't uh, I don't go anywhere around the guy anymore. This is Kenny Walls, Campfire Kenny, and Ann Walls from Squatch Dogs, Logan Craft, and we're closing the show out. We'll take everybody that listens. I hope we get our uh, people back from the other countries. And there you go. 